Listen, I've probably been the most hesitant to be playing around with the Tiki Talkie, but it is now the number one social media platform out there and it cannot be denied. So that's why I've been going all in and really maneuvering and finding out how you can make TikTok work for any business that you have without having a gajillion followers. And I have been mastering that in a big way. That's why I want to invite you to a TikTok workshop in March. You do not want to miss it. For more information, just go to rockstalks.co. Totally worth it. You'll love it. Welcome to Rocks Talks, the podcast that helps network marketers grow their business on social media. I'm Roxanne Wilson, social media network marketing coach with nearly a decade of experience in the space as well as television and radio experience and a passion to really help you and empower you to be the best network marketer you can be, which means knowing yourself and knowing your brand. And I'm Taryn Soa, your social media sidekick. I run all things behind the scenes at Rocks Talks. While being the right hand woman to Roxanne, I also strategize and manage our full social media plan. So I would love to share with you the tips, the happenings, all the things going on in the social media world. Each week, we're here to give you the latest and greatest in direct selling, social selling, network marketing, whatever you like to call it. The end game is for you to really understand your business, understand yourself and your brand, and to rock it on social media. Oh, we have a treat for you today. Uh, We actually have a guest. Um, Liz Wilcox is going to be joining Taryn and I, and I'm really excited for you to hear from her because she's the fresh princess of email. Love that. Um, She also has a passion for one of my favorite or my favorite band, boy band in the world, which happens to be NSYNC. And she is like um, known for her love for that. But what, what I'm what I'm excited for you to hear about in this in this podcast, this episode really is the value of email. Some of you are resistant to the concept of email. I know you think it's antiquated. And, you know, as I always tell you, uh, you you wouldn't be getting emails in your box if they weren't working. But we're going to talk about how they work and how to create an email system um, and just create emails that aren't bad um, and that will really help you with your business. So I invite you to lean in. I should mention as well, too, Liz spoke to Social Stories membership. She trained a couple months ago and it was revolutionary for so many people in there. So I look forward to you taking a listen. Liz Wilcox. Okay, before we get started, you need to know that I would not know you if it weren't for Taryn. Taryn has been like following you and we're talking email and all the things. And I'm like, we need someone who gets email and makes sense. She's like, oh, I know someone, Liz Wilcox. I'm like, wait, you know someone? Who? Anyway, um, so thank you, Mm -hmm. Taryn, for introducing me to Liz. You're so welcome. Yeah, because so you, but you didn't ever told me then when Liz came into our world that she was a lover of the best band ever of all time. I left that as a little nugget for you. Liz, you can talk. I hope you're not muted. We're just talking about you. I, I'm just muting myself. Uh, you never know, right? Like when somebody wants you to come in and I found um, that I tend to ramble and most episodes with me are the longest episodes. So I'm trying to be more uh, in sync, uh, succinct. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks for having me on the show. And thank you, Taryn. What a rock star you are. I am an internet sleuth. So she is. <laughs> actually, I found you through uh, one of our mutual friends all here, Nicole Beatty. So she was following you. I know she's done things with you. And I was like, hey, who's this Liz girl? So um, you've lived up to our expectations. Beyond. Awesome. Yes, I love oh, you. yay. Now I'm. you can't see me, but I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I love your membership. I am a member of your membership because it helps me. Emails are not, I'm a talker. Surprise, surprise. Emails are not like the jam of the thing that I love to do, but you always clarify it. And um, what you give me helps me resonate with my, with my clients and my list. But here's, but today, now that we've done like gushing about you, because we want you back. (laughs) (laughs) I crack myself up just so you know, (laughs) on all the things. Um, Here's, 
I feel like in the network marketing space, which is my expertise, we have a lot of people that are saying bye, bye, bye to emails, or they're not even entering the email conversation at all. Yeah. I don't know a lot of network marketers that do it either. Usually, you know, um, it's social media, social media, right? Reach out, reach out. It's all the same advice. Um, no offense, you know, but we can spot it a mile away. And I think with email and what I love about email, especially for network marketers is it allows you to lead with personality, uh, a vision that you have for your people and your values. And it also allows you to market to the people that want to be marketed to the people that have expressed interest. Um, and it's this much more intimate channel. We like to think, you know, maybe 10 years ago, Facebook Messenger was intimate. You were talking to your friends. Um, but now everyone's using it as a strategy. Um, but hardly anyone, especially in this space, is using email marketing. And email is just effective. If you want to take yourself serious, like it says it in the name, network marketer. You have to be a marketer. Um, and email is the most you know, profitable, effective, efficient marketing channel there is. Like you can pause this recording and Google like what, you know, over and over again, no matter what industry, what do market or what channel do marketers prefer? And it hands down email marketing wins, you know, since it was, um, you know, created and saw popularity in the nineties. Okay. You were trying to be really nice. I'm actually taking notes because there's so much in there that you said. Um, but we're going to go to the beginning. All right. I want you to go back <laughs> to the, I'll stop. Okay. So here's, you said no offense, but we can see it a mile away. I would like you to unpack that polite statement. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> as someone I was telling, um, I was telling everyone before the show that I'm not, I'm not very much a consumer anyway. I don't buy a lot of stuff. I was telling them that I don't, I haven't shopped on Amazon in over 10 years. Um, even, um, the house that I'm in right now is rented and all the furniture is rented. Like I don't own much. Um, but for some reason, a lot of people want to market to me in my DMS and get me to buy certain products or, you know, get on a call or something like that. And it's just very obvious, um, that this person, you know, we might've met in high school or something like that. And they, but they don't actually know me, right? They, they know of me, they remember me, whatever, you know, um, especially my age, I'm 34, like around high school graduation is when Facebook started becoming a thing. So of course I'm friends with all of those people that I knew, you know, how many years I'm not good at math. It was like 16 years ago or something. Um, but I'm not really friends with you anymore. And so when you pop up into my messages, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> I can't believe Roxanne's making me talk about this right now. But, it's so, uh, but I kind of love it. I kind of love it. Um, it's very obvious that maybe you you haven't even scrolled past maybe a few posts. Maybe you saw a picture of me and my daughter or something, but you don't know my values. You don't know that, you know, I don't wear makeup. I've never worn makeup a day in my life. Um, you know, I my skin is just naturally this red. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have anything to do with the toxins I'm putting on my face. I don't have any. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it becomes very obvious, especially when it's a tactic that's used over and over by a lot of different people. And personally, mm -hmm. I don't see anything. I love network marketing. I think it's a great way to make money for me. When I realized I could make money online, I was like, okay, y'all, these rich folks have been lying. Get over here. Like, y'all need to get this cash. And one of my sister in laws, actually, she's a really, um, she's a really big or, well, I don't know, I don't know the words, but she, she does really well with LuLaRoe. Almost the shirt I'm wearing today is LuLaRoe. Almost everything in my closet is LuLaRoe. This woman understands me. She knows me, right? And so she knows like the shirt that I'm wearing, she literally tagged me in her Facebook group and was like, Liz, this is for you. And you've been looking for this shirt for two years or something. I was like, yes, boom, bought it. And so I love mm -hmm. network marketing because I'm able to support my friends, support the people that I love. 
but I'm only interested in certain things. So just going randomly into DMs, things like that, uh, you know, for the majority of people think like I do. And chances are you've probably seen it too. And you've thought, oh, this doesn't feel good energetically, like go with that. But when you create an email list, you create a list of people, maybe they've already purchased from you, or you know, they're really interested. They said yes to opting in, right? And so you can market to them. They they are literally telling you, yes, I'm interested. I want you to market to me. It's an opt-in situation. Um, and it's just so much more effective. Thank you for your honesty. I appreciate that. Um, it's, it's, we love that here. I mean, I, we're like the counterculture, um, network marketing coaching podcast is what we should call ourselves (laughs) as in like, there's a better way with integrity that feels right and doesn't, isn't slimy and is not like, oh my gosh, I can see from a mile away. You don't know anything about me. I said, I'm a vegan and you're trying to sell me beef jerky. Like why? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And maybe there's another podcast episode where people teach you how to sell in the DMS, but yeah, for the majority, it, you know, it comes across very in, I don't know, insensitive or just, you know, unknowing, ignorant, I guess not, not in a stupid way, but like ignorant as in you just clearly don't know me. Um, And when it's done over and over and over again, uh, it's just played out. It's like those spam calls you get and you answer it mm-hmm. and they're like, hi. And you're like, no, no, you, you know, from the second you answer the phone, I don't answer right. them. What are you talking about? Answer well, back in the day, like okay. before, like we would know, I feel like they're getting very sneaky now. Like they call me from like my own area code and I'm like, oh, Hey, and I'm like, oh, you got me. And that's what it feels like in the DMS too. Like what? We're, I'm, I'm over here hanging out and you come in, it, it feels intrusive. Whereas in my email, Mm. I'm like ready. And I'm like, Ooh, Hey, Roxanne emailed me. Like what's she saying today? Yeah. It's a very different feel. Totally. So Liz, just per perspective. And, and, and by the way, everyone listening, Liz has come into our membership social stories and, um, she did a training, uh, gosh, it was as we're recording, it's like two months ago. And can I just tell you that everyone's like, oh my gosh, it was ama- the amount of, that was amazing. That was so good. That was so wonderful. We got was, and it didn't surprise me. I'm like, I know, I know she's amazing. But really you open people's eyes because the way we work in social stories is it's all about, hey, let's build up your brand, not the brand of your company, but your brand on social media. Yes. Be the full you. Great. It's like the bar. You meet people at the bar, you get to know them. You don't ask them to get married at the bar. We're not asking to hook up in the bathroom. Okay. Like you literally, you get to know them. And then if it it works, you get them off of social media and onto your list. There go email. But I will tell you, I get pushback a lot from my members about email. I'll come make them a list, but email, do email. Can I do text messages? Why don't I do email? No one reads emails anymore. And I, which I think is funny because I read my emails and I'll tell you when I like look and go, what's, like, I always want to know what people have going on. So what would you say to the person who's like, no one reads emails anymore or no one I know reads emails anymore? I would say, girl, you on your Gmail account right now. <laughs> I know dang well you press that button within the last five minutes. Come on. It's always popping up. Nobody reads bad email. That's why you have 10,000. That's why you have 10,000 unreads. But I guarantee you, you have some that you open. So the mailbox, or I'm sorry, the inbox, your email is just like the mailbox. You go out to the mail, you pick it up. Oh, that's a bill. I don't have to open that till the 12th. That's going in the junk drawer. Or, you know, we all have that basket or that table, right? And that's going to sit there until I need it. And, oh, you know, this is for John. Gosh, he moved like three years ago. That was my old roommate, Ugh. you know? And then, oh my gosh, Roxanne sent me something. What the heck is it? I can't wait to open it, right? And so if you can become like that in the inbox, then like, boom, it's game over for everybody else. Like you're about to get top tier, baby. So in the inbox, we, you know, we do the exact same thing. You pick up your phone, you're actively searching. It's not like social media where the algorithm is just feeding you what you, what it thinks that you want, right? Where you can like and comment and, you know, it's social media is kind of more like it's gamified, right? Email is not, it's not really, you know, other than spam filters, it's just 
you know, it's putting things in a box for you. And it's your job to pick and choose what you like, right? So it's a little different. So it's just like the mailbox. Oh, that's a bill. You know, I'm going to archive that. I'll be able to search for it later when I know the bill is due, right? Um, Oh my gosh, I thought I unsubscribed from this. Why is she still, you know, spam? And then, oh my gosh, Taryn sent me something. Holy crap, what is it she has to she has to say this week? I'm gonna open it up right now, right? So we all have those emails. But you know, to you know, the proverbial their their point, like, yeah, nobody opens up crappy emails, but we all still use email. Again, press pause, Google. Uh, how much time do you spend on email a day? The answer is probably going to be too much. Everybody answered too much. But if you can be the bright spot in someone's inbox, that is going to be, you know, that is going to change the game for you. And like I said, at the top of the hour, talking about leading with a little bit of personality, that vision and your values, that's going to make the connection with people. Like, oh, now I understand why she's selling this. Now I understand you know, why they, you know, they're really into LuLaRoe, right? Or whatever. Um, Because you're sharing, you know, you're sharing part of that story. You're sharing, you know, what the company means to you. um, And it just comes across much more authentic in email than just some, you know, silly DM or you're making a reel where you're pointing and dancing and it's just super awkward and cringe. And you're like, what, what am I doing? <laughs> Burger King's hiring for $20 an hour right now. What am I, like, what the heck am I doing with my life? Uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what I imagine. <laughs> you know, sometimes you'd be thinking that, right? Sometimes you're like, you know what? Indeed.com really got it going on over here. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, it's, it's just... Email, I'll end on, you know, email is just such a more intimate channel or channel where you can mm-hmm. really be honest. You can get away from the noise because nobody's going to open up those bad emails. But if you can be that bright spot, you know, it's not about subject lines. It's about becoming like, oh, I see Liz Wilcox's name. I see Taryn's name, Roxanne. I'm going to, I'm going to open that right away. I wonder what she has to say this week. Mm-hmm. So this is bringing up, and I don't know, Roxanne, if you're getting there from going too far forward, what the heck do you put in your emails then instead of like, this is on sale, buy one, get one, because that's going to quickly turn you into the crap email. Yeah, that's a great question. And it really, you know, it depends on your company and your style. So I suggest like at first, what feels comfortable for you? Like, I don't care what you put in the emails at first, as long as you're just giving it a go, okay? Uh, just mm-hmm. try it out. Um, but in general, you know, you can always you can always put sales, but I recommend just putting in a little bit of a personal update at first. So mm-hmm. something, you know, let's say you email once every two weeks, something since the last time you emailed that has happened to you that's gonna make that personal uh, connection. So I know, again, going with the LuLaRoe example, because that's my favorite thing. Oh, Roxanne's raising her hand. Hang on. You go ahead. <laughs> I love that. I love that. She's such a professional. <laughs> when you say something that is personal about you, can I say I have a really big goal and I have two more days to hit it so I can get Diamond Jubilee status in my Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. I love that. I'm so glad. You next time just interrupt me. <laughs> I could go on forever. <laughs> but she's so polite, guys. You can't see, but she was like raising her hand. And luckily I stopped uh looking at the microphone and looked up. <laughs> I'm trying to talk into the microphone. We were having audio audio issues before. You're doing great. You're doing great. But I love that idea. People want to get behind something, right? People want to rally around someone that is like doing the damn thing. Can I say that? Yeah. yeah. Right? So that's how yeah. I've that's how I've built all my businesses. So this email marketing thing is my third business. And anytime I launch something or, you know, I want to sell something, I always tell people I have a goal, right? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going for it. When I launched my email marketing membership, I was like, I want to get a hundred people in the first 30 days. Let's go. And dang it. I sent those emails out until I hit that hundred. And so people, people really want to get behind this and 
given the example of my sister-in-law, she does this really well and she's just added um, email to the mix, but she does it a lot in her Facebook group of, oh, you know, it's my goal this weekend to, you know, sell 10 pairs of leggings or, you know, uh, $20,000 or, you know, whatever it is, I'm making this mm-hmm. up. Um, but people love that. It gives them the, instead of like, oh, here she goes again. Um, it's like, oh, well, maybe there's something of interest here. I want to help people towards the goal. People love to rally around, you know, a goal, a common goal, and they love to be part of a community. So if you're part of her reaching that goal, like, oh my gosh, how good do you feel? And if you're thinking about it from the customer perspective, making them feel good about the purchase is going to help them make another purchase. So let me caveat that because Liz, what you don't know about network marketers is if you give us an inch, we'll take a mile. Okay. <laughs> we'll take a country. So, so, okay. <laughs> so I do want to qualify that. So here's one of the things that, that I'm hearing the, it, a better place to talk about your business goals is in an email because it's more intimate because people are already subscribing mm-hmm. and saying they want to know this information. Or if then you're in, you mentioned a Facebook group in her group, people subscribed and said they want to be in the group. So it is, it's actually more appropriate to do it there than to be on social media and be like, y'all, I have this goal, which remember everything that I say don't do is probably because I did it before I saw the light. Um, the other thing is we've got to make sure that we're saying it in a way that's like, it's not all about me. And what I mean by that is like mm-hmm. making it clear to people that you have a business goal, not like, like it's a, if you treat your business like a business, it comes across a lot differently. If you're just, then you're like, I need to get, you know, I need to sell two more because Diamond Jubilee is waiting for me. That, that's the fake right. level. Carry on, keep going. Y'all, Rocks Talks, the podcast for network marketers, may be on pause, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. However, I am still rocking it actually Monday through Friday on Rocks Talks, the Rocks Talks show. I'd love to see you there. Link is here or just look up Rocks Talks show on YouTube. You'll be able to catch it. Each episode is 16 minutes or less. Great for you to listen to while you are, I don't know, cleaning that closet, while you're working out, while you're in the car. Um, It's Girl Talk. Uh, let me be that person giving you just a little bit of encouragement, letting you know what what they're talking about around the water cooler, if there was still a water cooler, and much, much more. I'd love to see you there. Check me out at Rock Rocks Talk Show or streaming live wherever you listen to podcasts. Bye. Yeah, I love I love what Roxanne just brought up. Um, for me, it's about, and I mentioned this earlier, having the vision. Right. And sharing that vision with people instead of just, you know, because so many people have done it wrong where it's come off as spammy or, oh, Mm -hmm. you know, here's another one. Right. And so if you can lead with your vision for your business and for the people that you hope to serve, that you, you know, hope purchase through you that's going to come off really authentic, just being your authentic self. Like, yeah, you know, what she said, diamond jubilee, the the Dolly Parton level. (laughs) When you said that, that's the image that came into my head. I'm going to go to Dollywood, (laughs) y'all. If I hit this, you know, but really when you share the goal, sharing the reason why behind it, sharing your vision, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I know, and, I, I'm going to send this episode to Anna, my sister-in-law, because I'm using her as she's such a good example of doing this, um, you know, talking about, oh, when I first, uh, you know, tried on these leggings, you know, and she had gained some weight after pregnancy and she was like, I finally felt comfortable again. She had two children in 12 months. And so, yeah, uh, shout out to shout out to her. Yeah. <laughs> and um you know, she, and she brings that story, story forward. And she says, mm-hmm. you know, my goal in selling these is to get more women to feel good about, you know, the clothing that they wear and about their bodies. And so that, like, that is so strong. Like uh-huh. suddenly we're all, we're all like, dang, man, I gotta go to her site. Where's her boutique, you know? Um, and when she shares a goal, you know, 
keeping that, you know, I would suggest to her saying like, you know, it's my goal this weekend is this, you know, sell 10 leggings or whatever, but really like my goal, you know, my big, why my vision is that you feel good. Maybe this can help you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is something different. Like for me with the, with the membership and saying, Oh, I want to get a hundred people, a hundred people. Most people knew. And what I said over and over again is like, I just want you to get started with email. I know it's hard. It seems really complicated. Like, let me just write it for you. And so they knew the reason why behind the product. Mm -hmm. And then they knew my goal at the same time. So I think hand in hand, those work really well together. Yeah. It gives the personality to just the product. And that's what we teach or Roxanne teaches on a big level. It's like why someone's going to buy from you versus heading to Walmart versus ordering from Amazon is because of you and your personality and they connect with you and they like you. And that's... um, a good way to be able to share like your goal and your why people are going to connect with that. hundred percent, hundred percent. So, I mean, I wrote down like nobody reads bad emails. So what I'm hearing from you is in order to prevent being a bad email, we need to, uh, first of all, remember it's not about subject lines, which I love that you said that because people get so caught Mm. up in the subject line and you're like, no, no, no. They need to see it came from Liz Wilcox. It came from Taryn. So it came from Roxanne Wilson. (gasps) I can't wait. What is she going to put in there? which means you got to put some interesting things in there. Yeah. So when you first start your list, it's all about setting a firm foundation, right? You don't build a wall. You just lay one brick at a time. And then, you know, one day, you know, you got a whole building or whatever, right? And so when you start building your email list, if those first few emails are really, really good and interesting, It doesn't matter what, you know, as long as the newsletters follow up with what you promised in the welcome, like that's going to get you to, oh, there's Liz Wilcox. I'm going to open that. That's going to get you past the subject line fear, right? Um, And so in the welcome sequence, again, leading with that personality, vision, and values, if you haven't written that down yet, you know, dry your hands. I know you want doing the dishes or something, (laughs) write it down, (laughs) remember, burn it into your brain, something. So, um, but really, you just need a few emails where, you know, however you got them on your list, if you promise them some sort of opt-in or a lead magnet, you know, making sure you deliver that and then giving them sort of a one-liner of, you know, your vision of where you want them to go. Uh, and then a little, you can add a little bit of personality. So for example, mine is, you know, as much as I love NSYNC and the 90s, I love the idea of, you know, you making money with email even more. So what is some of that personality we were just talking about? Like, what is, what is something you want to put forth in your brand? And then, you know, I love the idea of you feeling good in your clothing even more. I love the idea of, I'm thinking of uh, like toxin-free stuff. I love the idea of, you having a toxin-free home even more, right? And suddenly, boom, we're off to the races. If I'm on your email list, I know exactly where I'm going with you. You're going to help me lead a toxin-free life. You're going to help me feel good in my body. You're going to help me with my email marketing, whatever. And I know a little bit more about you. I know, oh, she loves in sync. That's hilarious, right? Me too. Or, oh my gosh, uh, her favorite color is purple. You know, she has a purple room full of, whatever it is your thing, right? Mm-hmm. There's gotta be something about you. I think, was it you, Taryn, that said like, they're not, what's the you know reason they buy from you versus Amazon, right? Like there has to be uh-huh. some of you inside of that messaging, Um So make sure you put that, you can put that in your first email, just one sentence, right? Just very simple. And then from there, as long as you're um, setting expectations, telling people when you're going to email them, what kind of advice you're going to email with, right? So for me, I I like to be silly and funny, um, but I can also, you know, I can bring you the facts, right? I can be really strategic and Mm -hmm. to the point. So I say something like, you know, I'm going to offer you 
uh, tons of laughs, but, you know, real advice to get real results, something like that. I don't even think it's that, but that's better. I need to go change that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever I got, that, what I just said is better. Good we'll thing this is recorded, recorded yeah. so you can come back and change amen, it. Amen, amen. And let that be a lesson uh, in just practicing, right? Just keep putting stuff out there. It'll get better over time. <laughs> um, and then I, you know, um, if you do social media, you know, pointing them to your Facebook group, or your Instagram or wherever, because um, cross channels can be important, right? And uh, to Roxanne's point earlier about, you know, when you're in a Facebook group, just like email, like you've consented to be in that group. So that's another uh, great way to, oh, sorry, I just hit the mic. Ah! That's a great way to uh, like pull people, the, the right people in. Um, so yeah, just in general, making sure you put a little bit of that personality, that one-liner sentence of personality and vision and setting expectations. Um, and then inside the newsletters, just giving, now I'm segueing into newsletters, just um, giving that personal update. And then you can segue into whatever content you want to share. If it is, you know, every week I'm putting a new product, I'm highlighting a new product or you know, maybe one of my friends shops or something like that. That's totally fine. Like you're in, you're a business, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, the NFL has no problem <laughs> sending you 10 million emails a day, uh, to try to sell you a Jersey. Like that's their business. So it's, this is your business as well. So obviously people are expecting you to share, uh, whatever product it is. And I'm sure, um, you know, your mentors are helping you decide, you know, oh, this week or this month we're focusing on X, you know, it's totally fine to put that into your newsletters every single week, as long as you're making that personal connection and you're giving, um, some value to it as well. What is the biggest mistake you see, um, people do when they're, when they're embarking on email or what's the biggest myth? Sure. So <laughs> for me, I think the biggest myth or the biggest mistake is everybody and their mother trying to tell these stories. So if you listen, if you Google email marketing podcast, I guarantee you the email marketer is going to tell you to tell more stories in email. But you know what? You are like, we're natural storytellers, but most of us are not good at it. It takes a lot of practice, right? You ever been sitting at the table and your auntie is just going on and on and on. And you're like, oh my gosh, if she doesn't get to the point, like yes. I'm, I'm literally filled with rage for no reason. <laughs> She's just telling me about the grocery store. We all, we're laughing because we know we all have that woman in our life. Uh, don't oh, be that Lord. person in the inbox. And mm -hmm. so, you know, yes, of course, like if, if you are a good storyteller, go ahead, tell stories. But chances are the majority of us, uh, you know, we're in network marketing uh, because we don't want to be on a stage telling stories all day, every day. That's not, you know, that's not what we're good at. That's not what we're best at. And so, again, just giving like a personal update, two to three sentences is enough to make Ooh. a connection versus trying to tell this story. Um you know, and, and connect it to it, your offer right? and you're and like segue it into a salad mixer, you know, <laughs> uh, like it's just, I mean, sometimes it works. If you're good at stories, if you take the time uh, to write the story and segue, sure, it works. But again, we don't want to do that every single week. We only want to tell stories when we really have a story to tell, right? When it's really interesting. Uh, always remember like the inbox is like the mailbox. If you are sending me, if Roxanne sends me a package, oh my gosh, I'm going to open it. What the heck's in there? If she sends me the same package the next week, oh my gosh, that's weird. I'll open it. The third week I'm going to be like, I know what's in there. It's this long story. I don't have time for like, I'm just going <laughs> to, it's going to set in the corner and I'll open it when I have time. And then, you know, suddenly I've got a room full of boxes. That's the same in the inbox, if you're sending out these story, these long stories, uh, week over week over week, you know, oh, I know what's in there. I don't have time to read it today. You know, I'll save it for later. And later never comes, right? That's why we have 10,000 unreads, <laughs> um, you know? And so I, yeah, the biggest mistake I see is people just trying to be storytellers and doing that week over week. Um, here's the little sound bite. Ding. Uh, it's a newsletter, not a novel. Wait, wait, hand, hand, uh, hand, hand. Hang on, you got a sound effect? Wait, 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 I'll get the right one. 
Always the last one. There you go. You're in a little bit. <laughs> it's an it's a newsletter, not a novel. Bring. I feel there like you, go. you just like lifted a weight. Oh god. Like it doesn't, I don't have to be a storyteller like that. It's hard when you sit down and write an email and you're like, well, it's gotta be like 15 paragraphs before I can send it. And they're saying a few sentences about a blurb of what's going on. This is more. Okay. Liz, listen, you have all these great things and I love that you were abundant and you would give them all to us here, but I don't want you to do that. Wait. Because (laughs) you have an amazing membership. Okay. First and foremost that you charge too little for that's second. Um, thank you. It's true. You do. Um, it is true. It is true, but there's no reason behind it. <laughs> What's the reason behind it? Um, yeah. So, um, she's talking about my email marketing membership. It's $9 a month. So, you know, pick up your jaw. It's okay. <laughs> um, and one of the reasons, well, the main reason why, it's, it's been around at the time of this recording, almost a year and a half, and I don't plan on upping the price anytime soon. But when I started my business, maybe like you listening, I, you know, I didn't have a lot of money to invest. Um, and it all went to like the front, like setting it up. You know, I had to set up a website, this and that and the other. Right. And I was, but I was very committed. You know, my brain was committed. My heart was committed. You know, I was like, oh yeah, you know move over Jeff Bezos type of type of commitment. But my bank account was like, girl, are you crazy? Like there ain't nothing going on in here. (laughs) Like you cannot, you know, you can't join that program. You can't buy that course, you know, uh, $20, you're really going to have to go to the budget. You know, you're going to have to count your quarters if you want to get this. And I just found, especially in my arena of like digital marketing, there was no place for people like me. There was no products for people like me. People didn't take me into consideration. It was like, oh, well, you know, I charge this price because I know my worth. Like, you know, <laughs> Maybelline over here, like maybe she's born with it. Like, you know, <laughs> um, and, but no one ever took me into consideration that that population of people that, I am committed. Like, I really mean it when I say I can't afford this. That isn't, that isn't an invitation for you to try to sell me harder or, you know, uh, value proposition me or what's that anchor pricing. Like that's me just being, those are, those are just straight facts. And when I started this email marketing business, I was, you know, I want really wanted a place where people could come and learn the foundations of email like I said, at the top of the hour, when I learned I could click a button and send an email and make money, I was like, oh my gosh, these rich people have been lying. This is actually pretty simple and I'm pissed and y'all need to get over here right now because we're about to elevate. We're about to rise above our circumstances. <laughs> and that's what email did for me. And that's, and I'm on a freaking mission to make sure email can do that for you too. Like if you're like, oh my gosh, I've, I've got to make this work, you know, whether wherever you're sitting right now, if you're looking around like, this is not the car for me, this is not, you know, these dishes need to need to rise, you know, whatever you're looking at right now, if, if it's like, this is not enough, I know I meant for more, I want to help you with email marketing. And that's why it's only $9 because I know a lot of people are very committed. They know they feel it like with every fiber of their being that they are meant to rise above. But dang it, that bank account is a ball and chain. And I, unfortunately, I really do get that. And so that's why I keep it at $9. Uh, I have an argument probably, well, nowadays, when I was first starting, probably every month for like a full year uh, with my business coach, (laughs) he's like 18, baby, 18, you can do it. And I'm like, no, I just, I just feel like under $10 is something that, um, you know, you can get in, you can try it out. And I know, you know, if I always say like, just give me four weeks, baby, like you're gonna, you're gonna, I'm gonna turn you, I'm gonna, you know, make you a believer. And, um, you know, I want to do it at a price that um, makes you feel good and makes me feel good. So that's why it's nine bucks. That's awesome. I love it. And I think that that's the whole thing about pricing, right? And you have that ability because you have your own business. If the price feels good to you, 
then no business coach can tell you otherwise. Amen. I love that. I always say like, find a price that delights you. Like, I don't, if I'm, you know, about it, then I'm not going to sell it. And even network marketers, you can find a product that delights you and a price that you feel like, yes, for this price, I'm super happy to be promoting this. Right. Yes. There's so many options out there. That is such a really good point. I think um, sometimes in network marketing, we fall into a company. And so like, oh gosh, I really, I wouldn't normally, I liked the transformation I got. And so now I'm selling this thing because I thought, oh, that'd be fun. And that's not what I want to do. Or it's not, I feel like I'm always having to justify the price or the steps or the whatever it might be. And so I, I love that you called that out. And you can, there's so many network marketing companies. You can find one that aligns directly and specifically to you or start one yourself. There's also that. Oh, I I like that. Ding. (laughs) Oh, wrong one. I did it again. Okay. That actually was appropriate right there. That that worked there. (laughs) (laughs) Oops, she did it again. Thank you. I like that. Um, This has been fantastic. We love having you on. Um, Such great advice. And I know that everyone listening uh, to the Rock Sox podcast will think again about, about email. And I think they'll start doing yeah. it. I will say those who have leaned into email are loving it. So um, you're, you've got a special coming up though. So you have the $9, but you also have an opportunity to just get the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. So first, I don't even think we said what email marketing membership was. No, we didn't. <laughs> we were just talking. Yeah. I get passionate. I get, it's literally my <laughs> favorite thing. This this little $9 membership has changed my life. And I love that it's helping other people uh, change their lives too. But basically, you know, all those questions we were answering earlier about like, what do I put in my emails? All that, you know, Mm -hmm. personality, vision, values, and like, oh, I just don't have time for this. I just realized I needed to create templates for people. And so every Monday morning, you get an email uh, template. You know, it's kind of like Mad Libs from fifth grade, right? Like, give me a noun, give me a feeling, <laughs> uh, give me what you did last <laughs> week, right? And so it's just an email template that I write. You take and make it your own. I give you a video training with every single template. It's like three to five minutes. So you can actually understand why you would send an email like this. And you can use your own discernment like, oh, this one's not for me this week or, oh yes, uh, this is just what I needed. And at this point in the game, there's over a hundred templates for you to already choose from. But a few times a year, I do this awesome sale. (laughs) It's so fun. Um, you, You give me a year of the membership, right? 108 bucks, that's nine times 12. So you commit like, yes, Liz, I'm gonna, I'm going to try this email thing out. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to listen to you for a year, see what happens. And I give you every other product that I've ever created or will create for the next 365 days, absolutely for free. And so, you know, whether you need help, you know, those email templates, like, yes, I definitely need those, or you need to understand email marketing more, um, or you just need, you know, we do accountability calls. We do double dog bear challenges. So you actually get your email set up. It's a lot of fun. And uh, it's just 108 bucks. And I came up with this idea. It's kind of like Costco. You know, you pay 60 bucks for a year. Um, and you get in and you're able to buy things at cost, right? Obviously they sell physical products. And I learned that Costco actually, they tend to, they can lose money on some of the products that they sell, but the majority of the cash flow that they make is from the actual memberships. So I was like, well, hmm. I sell again, going back to, you know, like my big why and who I want to serve. I said, well, I sell digital products. Like any markup is a markup, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty much all profit after a certain amount of sales. And I thought, well, what if I just got everyone in for a year and then anything I create, like you just get for free because you've already committed and I know you're committed and I want you to have the things you actually need. You know, there are other things that I do that, you know, are very adjacent and complementary to the membership. And so when you commit for a year for 108 bucks, you just get it completely for free. Like wow. in May I did. So if you Google email marketing, there's a lot of things going on right now with 
metrics, like how data is actually, you know, there's more privacy laws coming. And so I just did like a two hour workshop on that and how to track your data and make it, you know, make it make sense. And, you know, the majority of people uh, got it for free because they're in the membership and it cost me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And it was a great, it was a great workshop. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's just a fun thing. It's a great membership. I've got at the time of this recording over 1500 people. I have network marketers that I've met through Roxanne, other people, uh, it runs, it runs the gamut. So I think even being in it to see all different kinds of businesses and industries would also uh, be super helpful um, for you to get, you know, bounce ideas and get on, get, you know, get your creative juices flowing. All right. That's my pitch. I'm going to stop talking. Very juicy. It was. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, highly recommend that you guys take a look at it. The link will mm-hmm. be on this page. Um, and you can also find Liz at it's, what is it's queen Liz Wilcox. What is your t- it's just LizWilcox.com. Oh, but you're, you're, you're Instagram. Oh, I'm on Instagram. I, I should change it to Queen Liz Wilcox. Thank you. Actually, I'm the Fresh Princess. That's uh, what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you can, it's, my handle is the Liz Wilcox, T-H-E, but you can go, or you can search like Fresh Princess and I'll probably pop up. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny, actually, I got, I was crowned. Um, and we'll have to put something on social media. I'll show you guys this crown. Um, but if you're just listening, you'll have to go to social media to see it. I was at an event and, uh, they surprised me for being like an inspiring member of the community or something with an in-sync crown. Yes. (laughs) And so they literally (laughs) crowned me at this event and the host of the event, he goes, it's the queen of emails. And I grabbed the mic and, you know, it just didn't resonate. I was like, no, I'm the Fresh Princess. <laughs> and it just kind of stuck. Um, so self-dubbed, self-dubbed uh, Fresh Princess. So this is, this is the kind of thing that's going to happen if you join my community. It's just really fun. Um, I, I'd, lo- I'd love to be a part of your um, marketing journey. It would just, it just, it's just fun. That's it my is, pitch. It is. Okay. So last question for you, my dear. Who is your favorite member of NSYNC? And I hope you answer this correctly because if you don't, we might have to just cancel the podcast. Okay, okay. It's not Justin oh. Timberlake. Don't worry. Correct. Uh, she's like, okay, I'm, I'm relaxed now. <laughs> so, and this, this is where you lean in. This is where you thought you were about to check out of the podcast because you got everything, but this is the real answer. So my favorite is Chris Kirkpatrick. And let me tell you why. He's always been my absolute favorite. Uh, so if you look, if you, again, pause the recording, go Google Chris Kirkpatrick from the nineties. If you don't, if you don't remember him, he was the least popular in the group. I think (laughs) he does not look like he belongs. He looks like he belongs maybe in like an early version of Blink-182 that didn't quite make it. You know, he's got like these pineapple dreads. He's wearing like ski goggles on the cover of their album. He has braces, yet somehow he's the oldest member. And he's the falsetto. Uh, He's the tenor. Yeah. 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 And yeah. And he sounds like a (laughs) five-year-old. But he, for some reason, I was a, I was the kid that didn't belong. I was the kid that everyone looked at and pointed at and laughed. And I don't know, I was, I was very bullied. And so when I saw Mm. him amongst JC Shazay, hang on, I'm drooling. Um, (laughs) My husband, keep going. (laughs) Yes. Amen. Uh, He's married to quite a lot of women from the (laughs) nineties. JC Shazay, Justin Timberlake, even Joey. um, Lance had a glow up. He's the best looking now, but back then he kind of looked like Ellen DeGeneres. Um, (laughs) Yes. But when you, when you look at Chris Kirkpatrick, it's like uh, something is weird. Like he doesn't look like he belongs. But somehow he actually created this band. He's the founding member. We would not have NSYNC today if it wasn't for this. That is true. uh, God on earth. And he was just doing his thing. He was singing as loud as he could. He was dancing. He, you know, he, he, he was in sync with NSYNC, right? And that to me was really inspiring. That to me was like, okay, 
Well, if and he his, can do that. I can do what I can belong somewhere to. I love that. I think that that's, that's inspirational. You made it deep. And honestly, his solos, when he had them, were quite good. Stunning. Drive myself um, crazy. Um, I was going to say, drive myself own, crazy. Everything I own. I mean, he, from back. Y'all need to go uh, check out the uh, Christmas album. Uh, because Christmas. everyone has a solo in that, even even little Lance um, and Chris. <laughs> Chris is, very, you know, they're Christmas songs, yes. so it's a lot of high notes, and he uh, he has Our a beautiful old, voice. Oh, Holy Night might actually, and I love their songs. Might be the best song they've ever done. Yes, you. Um, that is that is Justin Timberlake's favorite song. I want to say. Well, they sing. I still like that. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, you know, I'll talk to you offline about that. I have some strong feelings about Justin, um, but that's okay. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, I don't think there's any like, ah, he all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I have some strong feelings. Yeah, but anyhow, but anyhow, I digress. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. We appreciate you. This Mm -hmm. was so awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening to another episode of Rocks Talks. We would love for you to help us get this message out to other network marketers. If you could follow, rate, review, wherever you are listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate it. And hey, if this episode speaks to you directly, take a screenshot of you listening on your device and post it on Instagram stories. Be sure to tag us over at Rocks Talks. Always remember, you're not ahead, you're not behind, you're exactly where you're supposed to be, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Rocks Talks. Knock, knock, who's there? Black Friday deals are here. Woo! Okay, here's the skinny. Rocks Talks is doing the largest sales special bonuses you've ever seen in the Rocks Talks community are now live. But we're telling the general population to get on the wait list, which is true. But here's the surprise. When you get on the wait list, bada bing, it unlocks all of the deals now. Why? Because we know you're shopping now. We know that there's tools that you need to close your year strong and kick off 2023 that you need now when you want them. So as a result, take a look at the Rocks Talks done by you, done for you, and done with you deals. Steep deals and the actually the launch of social emails. It is officially here. And when you're the, one of the first 100, you get a special surprise, three bonuses and a deal. And also new kits. We have a new kit. The Hero Product Kit is now live. So many things. I'm not supposed to tell you all this, but go to socialstoriesmembership.com forward slash Black Friday. Get on the wait list and boom, the deals will be unlocked so you can be the first to get them. Enjoy. I'll see you over there.